0: Hey there. So, today being the last week of March, I wanted to share with you around endometriosis because March is International Endometriosis Awareness Month. Uh, And being someone who has endometriosis uh, previously, I really wanted to take this episode to share with you a little bit about endometriosis because it may be a word that you are or aren't familiar with. However, for one in 10 women, including myself, this word is all too real. Hey mama, are you finding motherhood more stressful and overwhelming than joyful and fun? Are you spending your days in survival mode just counting down to bedtime? I was there once too. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused, and I didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. I'm Elise Rooney, and I'm on a mission to empower women through strategies and mentoring to simplify their life and home, make over their mindset, find purpose, walk in faith, to be able to be present with their family. Join me for conversations about being a woman of faith, conscious parenting and marriage, living in your purpose how you can easily implement simple systems to simplify your home, mind and life, keys to living an intentional life and so much more. Grab that cup of tea and get ready to thrive. This is The Wholesome Mama Show. So for those of you who aren't aware what endo is, uh, it's a chronic condition where tissue that's similar so that which lines the uterus is growing on the outside of the uterus. Now, we also know that it also grows on other organs as well. So not just the uterus, uh, it also can grow on the bowel, the bladder. It can fuse organs together. It can grow on the abdomen wall. And endometriosis causes chronic pain and in severe cases, infertility as well. I actually did a little survey and when asked to describe endometriosis, the majority of people say the top words were isolating, pain, and exhausting. So I was diagnosed with endo when I was 21 years old after suffering with it since I was 15. Uh, So it took me six years to get my official diagnosis. I had severe pain where I'd be bedridden for days every month, my cycles were super irregular. I'd have to take time off school and work sick every month because I couldn't even get out of bed. I had migraines, back pain, random bleeding, pain with going to the bathroom, nausea, dizzy spells. So, the pain that endo causes is so much more than just a bad period. So, not only is it an emotional roller coaster, it's a life changer because there's no cure. And how can that be, though? Because one in 10 women suffer from this. And I actually, that's diagnosed. I think that there would actually be more than that. Uh, so, But worldwide, that's like 170 million women, more than that, have their lives impacted by this. Their quality of life diminished and there is no cure. So the only way to diagnose and effectively treat endometriosis is through surgical laparoscopy uh, and there's two types. There's ablation and excision. Ablation is where they burn off the top visible layer and then excision is where they cut out the root of the endometriosis, which is the real, really the only option. Unfortunately, not many gynecologists are skilled in excision. So ablations are performed more often, which means that the endometriosis adhesions grow back and you continue on the cycle of suffering. So I have had four laparoscopies. My first three were ablations, and then I finally was able to see an excision gynecologist who performed an excision laparoscopy last year before I fell pregnant with Lola. I know all too well the ups and downs of having this chronic illness in your life. So what should you do if you think you have endo? So if you if you experience signs of endometriosis, including painful periods, chronic fatigue, pain with using the bathroom, pain with intercourse, lower back and abdominal pain, pelvic pain, nausea, infertility, irregular cycles, spotting between cycles, heavy or excessive bleeding, then definitely speak to your GP. Now I'm not going to diagnose anybody obviously but at least becoming more aware of this helps to helps your GP to look at your history and know where to start and then you can examine the root cause of this so I've tried lots of different pills and if you know me I don't really love being chucked on all this hormonal medication I've actually found it's helped a lot since I've stopped all that while surgery is the only surefire treatment, there are things that women can do in the interim. Seeing a physiotherapist who specializes in women's health and pelvic floor therapy. Uh, so I see her once a fortnight. Uh, also see a naturopath, an osteopath, a remedial masseuse. So because my body is in so much pain, I'm doing constantly doing what I can to be in good shape. So to keep fit, to move my body, make sure I'm nourishing my body. So uh, those of you who are familiar with endometriosis, you may have heard of the endo diet, uh, which my friends laugh at me and say, does that mean you can only eat lettuce and carrot? Um, But really looking at the food that you are fueling your body with because our food is our fuel. So if you are eating foods that encourage inflammation, then that is only going to extend your flares and your um, pain. Whereas if you are eating food to really nourish your body and help heal your body, then that is really going to help you as well. And then another really good point is to see a psychologist or a counselor to help keep your mental and emotional state in check. Because Having something like a chronic condition over your life can be really taxing on your emotional and mental state. There's lots of other medical and hormonal treatments such as the birth control pills, marinas, the list of side effects of all these goes on and on and on. At one point, I was medically put into menopause for a few months so I could reduce the pain and symptoms uh, because I couldn't have surgery due to COVID. That's not right. We shouldn't have to be put medically put into menopause just to be able to live our lives, particularly at 20 something. So if you are suffering from chronic pain, please go and see your doctor. Keep going back. I can't tell you the amount of times, well, it was six years that I was sent home from doctors and hospitals with a misdiagnosis or just told that I was exaggerating cramps and just had a stomach ache or it was just period pain. And if you are suffering with endometriosis, then a big, big hug to you. I know that it's not the most enjoyable thing to live with. So just to finish up, I just wanted to share points around endometriosis. So the first one, which I've already touched on, is there is no cure. And I know that girls with endo go on about this a lot, because but that's the truth. There's nothing that we can do that is going to take this away we told the pregnancy will. Well, I haven't had it come back since Lola, but I've had it come back after my first two. Then we're told a hysterectomy will. Well, I haven't had a hysterectomy yet, but women who have, who have been told that it will, it gets back because it doesn't just grow on the uterus. First off, let's just get this straight, that there is no cure. And that is a heavy thing to have over you. So the second point is that this illness is invisible. Sometimes I wish that people could see, particularly when I was having a bad day, what endo looked like on the outside, although that'd be quite horrific and you probably don't want to see it. But they call endo an invisible illness for a reason because you you cannot see it. It's not something external like a bruise or a rash. To onlookers, you might seem like a fit, healthy, 20-something- but on the inside, you feel about 100. You have no energy, nor brain capacity most days. Pretty well daily, you're in excruciating pain, but you've got to put on a brave face and just get on with life. And there's a saying, be kind because everyone is fighting their own battle. And this is so true. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. So do not say, but you don't look sick. Never, never say this to anybody, no matter what uh, even if you think it throw that thought away and do not let it come out of your mouth while we're on things not to say don't ever say it's just a bad period the pain can't be that bad it's all in your head it's just cramps it will get better if you da da da, da, da. just give the woman a hug tell her you love her that you're there for her that's all you need to say then point number three some days I just can't do anything. And this has been the biggest lesson for me and my husband particularly to accept and learn with having endometriosis. So I'm naturally a very task oriented goal-driven person. So I find it really frustrating when I have to stay in bed all day. And some days I have to do that because my body cannot actually function until it has rested. It's not that I'm lazy. It's not that I'm dodging my plans. I'm giving my body the rest that it needs. And a side note for any husband's, well, mine, if he ever listens to this, some days that just means that I want you to just be with me while I'm in bed crying, feeling like I'm dying and bring me chocolate and tea and watch a movie with me. So on that note too, Each day is so different. So there's days where having endo doesn't even bother you and you can go about your day perfectly fine from the moment you wake up to the moment you go back to bed. Some days you don't have to take any pain meds or have a nap or do anything. But then there are other days where getting up and showered feels like I've run a marathon, climbed a mountain and there are days where my goal is just to survive to the end of the day. And the horrible thing is you don't know which day is going to be a good and which day is going to be hard. So we can make plans all we want, but we just don't know how we're going to feel. To me, life with endo is more like a marathon, not a sprint. Then the next point is we need support, not sympathy. We don't want to hear comments about how much of a shame it is that we have this illness. We've been fully aware of how much it sucks since the moment we started feeling the first symptom and then got a confirmed diagnosis. What we really want is support. We want to know that you are there for us. We want you to check up on us, see how we're really doing, maybe offer to help us out when we're having a bad day. And particularly because a lot of women are dealing with this in private for many years before even getting the proper diagnosis, I cannot stress enough how much it will help her if you let her know that you were there for her no matter what. Then the next point, I don't even know what number we're up to, but sex hurts not only physically but also emotionally and mentally and that's all I'll say there. Um, But if that's you, go and see your pelvic floor physio. The next point is that, It is actually really isolating. Endo, while it's a women's health issue, it's a bit of a taboo topic because there's so much limited information around it. We don't know the cause of it and we don't have a cure for it. Different doctors and specialists will even tell you different things. So women with endo often feel so misunderstood because it's so difficult to talk about endo and the pain that you're experiencing and your symptoms. And as I said before, so many women deal with this in private for years because it's so hard to talk about pain as it's subjective. And they've been told that they are overreacting or just seeking attention, which just causes women and leads them to feel so broken and alone, like there's something wrong with them. And then the last point to finish up is that endometriosis is serious. This illness is no joke, and when you are in the thick of it, it's torture. The list of symptoms is endless, and it's robbing the joy of those who suffer from its relentless waves of pain. And the pain is just the beginning, and this is probably the most important point to understand, that women with endometriosis are not exaggerating. They're simply trying to live their lives but a feeling like they're having to battle every day. So I hope that that has helped as my brief introduction to endo, bringing some awareness because it's March, Endometriosis Awareness Month. And I hope that this has helped shed some light on the invisible illness that far too many women are battling. And I hope that together we can one day find a cure so that women can go on their life thriving And being pain-free thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the wholesome mama show i pray that you're blessed by this conversation and if you did get something out of today's episode i would love for you to take a moment leave a review subscribe and even share this episode on your socials and please don't forget to tag me at wholesome mama and also did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast search on facebook the wholesome mama community and i will see you in there let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive